how much have you spent today just imagining what it must be like to be the citizen of Ukraine right now with like the mechanisms and machines of modern warfare flying overhead and, and down your street, explosions, uh, shockwaves, you know, hit your body from, you know, within distance, you know, you're not on a front, you're just in your apartment. It... Having to hide in a subway like you're in World War Two in the tubes in, in the UK, like it's, it's, this is 2022 in a European country. And people that, I mean, they were living their lives the days before this, you know? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, we, you know, no music, no big hype going into this, this uh, update. We, we recorded our show uh, for Friday on Tuesday, as we normally do. We try to kind of anticipate what the stories are going to be. Uh, it's Thursday night now. Uh, we, we really recognized that, you know, I have a show already edited and ready to go for our Friday show, but we need to get something in to address what took place last night and today. Yeah, I think we both had a pretty bad feeling that this might be what would happen this week. And, and so now we feel the need to just add a little bit to uh, address current events. Yeah, I mean, where we last left off, I think I had said Putin's playing a game of I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, but he's definitely... We've definitely moved past that, yeah. yes, for sure. Do you see their stock market, though? Down like 45%. Uh, yeah, and like the way that the plus, charts, because it's like it's it's not you know scaled to the whole chart. It's just off the chart drop. Yeah, and, and he knew currency, that would happen. He would know. The currency, I think, is the lowest value it's been like ever. He had to. Uh, he knew this would happen, though. Well, I mean, we talked about that. It's all baked in, but I, I don't know. We'll get into it more as we kind of do this update. Yeah. But I, I watched the um, the highlights. I guess I didn't watch the entire speech that he gave yesterday. That who did? I mean, you Putin can, did. Putin did. He recorded you, that on Monday. Yes, I know. But when you watch that in conjunction with the other speech that was released on Monday, the I one mean, by Zelensky? No, by Putin. Uh huh. Um. Oh, the other speech that was released on Monday. Yeah. Right. I right. Who knows what Yeah, this is a belligerent person. But, well, but, but he's always yeah. seemed like a cool, calculated chess player. He doesn't seem like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, and if we're not dealing with a rational actor anymore here then that's fucking concerning because then everything's on the table. And I, I, I hesitate because like, you know, you have to get your news from somewhere. And when I start sure. feeling like I'm being told that the other side is behaving crazy, I'm like, isn't that what they tell you when they want to make you believe something? But it appears that way. Right. Like, and Alan, is there anybody that you know that's more anti-war than me? No, I don't think so. Okay. So it's, this is a real dilemma, right? Because he is clearly, showing aggression now this isn't this isn't something that we necessarily have an alliance with but i don't necessarily feel like that has to be the line there i mean this is authoritarianism you know on the march and asserting his control over a sovereign country i i'm i'm still i, I don't want to lose my bona fides as mr anti-war but i just uh i can you know it's the whole analogy of you know they you swing your fist until you hit someone well he's hit someone and yeah sure it isn't us um but then then the other thing is you know they're baiting they're baiting us into it and then you know we have troops in europe and china goes after taiwan i digress let's get into this a little more well well i just to say a couple of things here um so he has been a very isolated individual as authoritarians often are 
Um, he has a very close inner circle of people that he uh, interacts with. It's gotten even worse uh, throughout the pandemic, um, where he has even less and less interaction with people. And we like had you that said, that, that how the way he was berating his chiefs. That's what I was just going to yeah, say. All those we had that clip last week with him, you know, completely dressing down his uh, head of uh, foreign intelligence um, on live television. So when you have an authoritarian leader who is completely isolated, only hearing essentially the things he wants to hear, then that's when things really can spin out of control in a, in a, yeah, I mean, that's what we complain about Horrific. that we as, do as individuals in the U.S. We silo our opinions. It's like, yeah, well, we don't have access to nukes. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. That's literally the problem. And and so, you know, Ukraine is, is horrific, and, and, and you know, it's the, the amount of human suffering that's going to come from that is, is awful. Um, but it's it's one step away from, from Poland. It's one step away from Latvia, from Estonia. And then when and you then, say that, that implies them going through Belarus like not just as they assume Belarus is a partner. I mean, you've seen the map, right? Like it's they're already going through Belarus. Yeah, yes. I know, but you understand what I mean, right? Like, yes, I, I okay, do, right. I do. But but that's that's so close. Yeah. And and if if he's getting bad information and he seems a bit unhinged as it is, dude, that's World War Three. Can I, I mean, just I, say, like, I don't mean to be the person that I, I you know I, I I try not to be this person on this show, but I I really feel. I, it's worth saying Trump Trump enabled this guy for four years. Definitely. Yeah. And I know the response is that, oh, Trump put sanctions on Russia. Yeah, I know. The American presidents put sanctions on Russia. Uh, you know, we have I, for like 20 years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those, you know, based on what was, take Russia Gate out of the picture, based on what was occurring in Russia, the way they were cracking down on protests and everything, everything that happened in Navalny, all of that, the, you know, the, it, things would have been much worse for Russia if it weren't for Putin enabling him. Um, they, you I see the protests Trump, happening I mean, today I in did. Russia? I did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's that, that actually kind of blew my mind because those people yeah. have to know the consequences yes. of getting out there in the streets yeah, are going to be dragged away. severe. All they yeah. did was unfurl a banner really quick and then they tried to roll it back up and everyone holding the banner got swept up. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, remember you briefly mentioned it that Trump uh, called Putin a genius. Yes. What was it? Was he like, this is a brilliant strategy or something? Well, because Putin initially came out and said that he was moving peacekeepers into mm -hmm. the, the L, what is it, LPR and DPR. Uh, and Trump on that, uh, whatever show he went on, said, you know, that's brilliant. Like, uh, Is that, is that going to stain him? Like, that feels like something that, like, how do you, how do you, like, politically forgive someone that says that? I don't know how you stay in Teflon, man. Like, I know. I, I know. <laughs> you know, like point. if, if yeah. something we're going to, it probably yeah. would have by now. Yeah, I know. That's just unbelievable to me. The, uh, I mean, because here's why it's unbelievable to me, though. All Putin did was make a plan and do it. Like Trump is a master political improv artist. So to him, he's like, holy shit. He made right. like four steps line up. Wow. And like, <laughs> I don't mean that as an insult to Trump. He's, he's no, like, I, I I'm going to build yeah. this airplane while I'm flying it. And he does it. No, most people can't, you know. Uh, yeah, and this is true. I mean, he was just impressed by planning. Well, I think I said it many times on the show in the past is, you know, if, if he weren't so inept, th things could have been a lot worse in the last four years. So. Yeah. Do you think this is all because we invaded Iraq initially? I can explain if you don't like it. I mean, this remember, remember last week or on Tuesday when I said logical sound arguments? This is not a sound logical argument. This is just a lo loose logical argument that I can defend. <laughs> all right. You're going to you're going to make a syllogism for me here. Sure. So we okay. we invade Iraq. It destabilizes the whole Middle East. Um, that 
doesn't. I don't know if you paid attention to that, but that didn't go well. Um, that led to. I, I, I did notice. Yeah. That led to things like the Arab Spring, which overall really didn't go well. And in the end, True. you have ISIS, and now you have the U.S. saying we don't want to be in the Middle East anymore. And Russia's like, well, we can. And I remember two years ago, I'm like, look, I don't fucking care. I don't want us to be in Syria anymore. I don't care if Russia has Syria. And now Russia's just been playing war games practice in Syria for two, three years, on top mm-hmm. of you know invading Crimea. And this is sharpening just, the sides, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you see that argument? I, I, yeah. It's, it's not a, sound, it, right? I told you it's not sound. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I can, I can draw the yeah, lines. Yeah. I can see it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So I was talking to Meridian News. We're friends. Um, mm-hmm. And last night it was just like, just depressing, obviously, right? Like, and it's, yeah. I, I'm lucky that I could feel depressed, not fear for my life, right? But you can't stop That's, thinking it. Yes. And I just, That's privilege. Like, I was, I was really like, I can't take my eyes off of what I'm looking at. I want to go to bed, but I'm, you know, and, and I was just chatting with him and he's like, well, I think what's going to happen is they're going to bombard Ukraine for maybe 24 hours and then hold back and say, okay, do you like how it feels to have peace? Here's what you need for more peace. And that would be no NATO. Um, I, we'll get into it, but de- no missiles, com- none of that. Yeah. Complete denazification. Apparently we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, um, okay. and, so, so there's their demands, right? And we're kind of, I think, seeing that. But what I think has come up in the meantime is a new question, which is, what if Ukraine doesn't want peace? What if Russia steps back and says, do you want peace? And Ukraine says, no, we've shot down three of your helicopters, six of your, uh, your fighter jets. I'm not sure if those numbers are accurate, but you know what I mean? They're, they're mounting some sort of a defense. And they've, they've, they've enlisted a conscription and it's uh, enlisted a conscription. That's how that works. Uh, every male 18 to 60, 18 to 60 isn't has allowed to, to leave the country. and They is, get guns. Yeah. Now, uh, that, well, that I, leads to something, but go ahead. I'll let you talk for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that so far the answer has been a resounding no, that the no, Ukrainians Ukraine aren't, want to aren't just going to lay down and, right. and, and you know, uh, take it. So um, I think that's where it stands now. I, I don't know that. I don't know that we know what Putin's end game is here. Right. He hasn't really made that clear. Right. Like, so that's I, it's it seems likely that initially his his plan is just to eliminate Ukrainians military. Um and then oh, actually, secondly to try and topple the Ukrainian government um and then install some sort of puppet regime. It's not clear to me that that would fly at all um in Ukraine or yeah. or at least fly easily. Well, okay. Um, so but, so that so that leads to the you know, I think the the big question is, is that Putin's plan actually the whole time to, you know, because he goes in claiming instability and the need to clean that up and to, you know, there's these militias and there's these Nazis and we need to invade and clean that up. Right. But so you you make an outrageous claim. Right. And we've seen Russia do this. Right. They make an outrageous claim. Then they create the environment that will produce something that can look like what their initial claim was false flag or real. Now they can say that all those armed militias are filled with Nazis. Oh, that's definitely see, been part of the plan. But that's yes. the plan is that Russia asks them if they want peace. They say no. He knows they won't. And he still hasn't proven that what he said was going to happen. And now at the end of all of this, he can, he gets that because he can he can manifest that out of the armed average citizens. Right. Yes, that that is definitely been part of the playbook and, and part of what he's done. On I don't know if you heard Biden's speech today. Um, I actually but... don't have anything of that. So please, yeah. Yeah, so a couple things that 
first of all, that I disagreed with. Um, Biden said that he thought that Putin's intent here was to rebuild the USSR. I don't know that that's clear. Um, Correct. Yeah. I think I think Putin definitely wants to um, bring Russia's sphere of influence back to what you know what he thinks it should be. Right. Um, but I don't know if he's trying to reconstruct the USSR. I think that might be a bridge too far. No, he wants um, to own the Kievan Rus homeland. Yes. Um, there are also the sanctions that were announced by the uh, by by Biden today in his press conference did not include um, kicking Russia out of SWIFT, and I think that's likely because European allies were not okay with that because of the their problem with getting energy from Russia, and then also didn't sanction Putin directly, which I think a lot of people really wanted to see. I don't uh, understand that. that. that why? Why? What's the reason for not doing that? As far as I can tell, it's just that it's logistically very difficult to actually pull off. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like we could just say we're doing it and try and do some of it, but he's got money swirled away, like, all over the planet. He does. How, Putin does. Yeah. Like, how, how you actually sanction him um, seems difficult. So you the mean second it wouldn't th- have been effective anyways? It might It yeah. may not have been effective. Plus, he's just and part I, of the I, I also think that sanctioning a head of state is a line that a lot of, what is, line are you worried about he cro- well, he no, invaded no. a neighbor <laughs> right so sanctioning a, a head of oh, state is a line he that, didn't that let people you touch don't your want money. to cross he's what, however, like he's a canadian trucker however if you're <laughs> if you're waiting for somebody to cross a line that's going to allow you to do you know take out every trick in the bag you have clearly we're there like you know we should be doing that now right because that's what we said is when he was saying it's peacekeepers and he didn't go very far and republicans were criticizing him, a minor like, well, we have to have something Right. right. Yeah. Well, we have to have somewhere to go, but I don't know. Perhaps he's holding on for somewhere to go for when they partner with China as they invade Taiwan. I mean, this is all uh, like I said on I don't know if it was Tuesday's show or if it was last week. I was like, this is um, this shows a good or actually it might be in this show that's coming up afterwards. Uh, he's showing them a good um, example of how we mobilize, you know, and they'll ru- China is going to be able to do just fine with all this data. We did discuss that in this show, yeah. yes. And yeah. the uh, the other thing, too, is you know all that gas that Europe's not buying, they're just going to sell it to China. I mean, they don't have a pipeline, I guess, is the issue. But they uh, Oh, they'll get it there. Yeah, the tap's not closed. You know, They have the gas, and they can sell it. Um, and they can, what, combine, combinedly like, still tank their economies and get through this? That's... It seems that way. Because they it seems just that tell way. their people that it's the West, you know, trying to sabotage them. Uh, speaking of saboteurs, um, well, actually not speaking of saboteurs. The, um, the denazification thing? Yeah, let's, about that? What, what does that mean? What is that? Is this, so is this Putin kind of like militarizing wokeism on the West and trying to say like, we heard you don't like, you know, these, these are people that you try to cancel. So let's use that as the meme of invading. Mm, I don't know if it's that as much as it is speaking to his own um, people. Um, that makes so, sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, if you think Americans hate Nazis, where do you find out what the Nazis <laughs> did to yeah. Russia? Yeah, wait till you meet some Russians and ask them about it. Yeah. Um, no, I I think that politically he stands to lose a lot here. I think there are a lot of people in Russia who who think of Ukraine as you know as brother a brother country essentially. Um, you know, I've seen reports of people that are very upset that their country is invading Ukraine. Um, obviously, he's very walled off from all of that um, and pretty much like 
That's right. Like when we were upset that the U.S. invaded Iraq and we felt like we wish that we could reach the president and make him fucking care. Like that's that's happening, but on a larger scale in Russia because of their culture and their significantly yeah. larger. And because of the way he has right. everything set up and everything unlocked in right. essentially, um, he controls all of it. The media, yeah. the intelligence services, the military, uh, you know, the Duma voted like 400 to zero. To, so this is what you know, I mean when I say like, you know, authoritarianism conquering its neighbors, it might be the line where I'm like, you know, I can't say that there hasn't been aggression. You know what I mean? And, oh, and yeah. I'm torn here because, you know, the best I can say is invading and conquering a sovereign nation off completely manufactured scenario. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've, I've, in, I've, listed the ways that nato has provoked him but this is a completely manufactured there were other ways to settle this manufactured crisis crisis yeah yes yes i mean that i I think you got to stand up for that you know now i don't think that means we start sending over what we a force the size that we did to invade iraq or afghanistan Uh, and i don't want to see it trickle in like vietnam either um however i I don't. I don't. Can think I ask you a question? Time to be soft on this, you know. Can you ask? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What do you think? Like, uh, let's let's. I know this is difficult to do, but what do you think Obama would have done in this situation? What do you think Bush, second, the, you know, forty, the, the the second Bush would have done in this situation? Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, I feel like. Honestly, I, I, I think that better diplomacy could have happened. I think that a, a better resolution about How? leaving NATO, leaving, letting, saying, getting, getting those weapon systems off the border. I don't see Bush, too, doing that, but I could see Obama doing that. Here's the thing. Okay, here's my answer to that. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened? What was the real reason why the Cuban Missile Crisis ended? Mm-hmm. Khrushchev took his weapons off Cuba, right? Yes. But yes. it wasn't reported. Kennedy agreed to take weapons out of Turkey. Something right. like that could have happened. There, I, I, I think something I, like I that don't, could have happened. I don't know if, if Putin was ever negotiating in good faith and the, that would ever actually have okay. been a thing. Well, I guess, you know what? You know what would have happened if we did that? They would have invaded Ukraine. It would be in the exact same Which is position. the same thing. Yeah. 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 And what, did those anti-ballistic missiles, like, they, do they matter now? Also, there were bio uh, labs in Ukraine. I just saw that today. There were bio labs that the U.S. had put in uh, Odessa and Kiev. Kiev. Um, they were working on avian flu and hantavirus and it's just Jesus Christ. Did you see that the Russians took over Chernobyl? Yes. Yeah. That's they can, concerning. They can, they can have it. <laughs> what, that old bag of bones? It... <laughs> what, are they going to uh, open the lid on it? What do you mean? Well, if, if they did that, that would be concerning for Europe. They're, they're not gonna. I mean, that, oh, you I mean like they they'll do a false flag operation there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope all right. Let's didn't... talk about Zelensky and yeah. how he reacted. Yeah. So this, I, I feel like it's important that we have. Um, I, I don't feel like this was getting reported very much. Um, so, so Zelensky, prior to this on Wednesday, called Russia. That this was weird how it was worded. Depending on like the interpretation, I wasn't sure what it meant. The way they said it was. He called Russia and he was met with silence. Does that mean he didn't answer or he answered and just said, like, nobody's here? Like, I don't know. Yeah, regardless, it's the same end outcome. But uh, Zelensky went on and addressed 
Russia on his airwaves, knowing that it's not going to be broadcast in Russia, but hopefully, you know, it gets on YouTube gets there somehow, yeah, yeah. somehow, right? So speaking not in Ukrainian, but in Russian, uh, which is Zelensky's native language, Zelensky said the following. So he said, the Ukraine on your news, and the, remember, this is two Russians. The Ukraine on your news and Ukraine in real life are two completely different countries. And the main difference between them is ours is real. You are told we are Nazis, but could a people who lost more than 8 million lives in the battle against Nazism support Nazism? Keep in mind, Zelensky's Jewish. Mm -hmm. He said, how can I be a Nazi? Explain to my grandfather who went through the entire war in the infantry of the Soviet army and died a colonel in, the, in an independent Ukraine. What are you fighting for and whom and with whom? What, were you going to say something? I can wait for the next... No, I was just going to say, Zelensky is actually from the eastern part of Ukraine. As you said, he, he does speak uh, Russian. That's his native language. He speaks both Russian and Ukrainian now. But um, he's from the area where, you know, it's sort of a blend of Russian sympathies and Ukrainian sympathies. Um, he understands that really well. And so when he says those things, when he's speaking to the Russian people and saying, look, this narrative you're being fed is bullshit and you got to know it's true. Um, I think that resonates. How, it, whether or not it actually anybody in, yeah. in Russia hears it is yeah. another thing. But yeah, that, I mean that was so important. I feel like you know. And this next part, like, what are, what are you fighting for and with whom? Many of you have been to Ukraine. Many of you have family in Ukraine. Some have studied in, studied in Ukrainian universities. Some have been friends with Ukrainians. You know our character. You know our people. You know our principles. You know what we value. So listen to yourselves, listen to reason. And he was met with the response that we've seen. Yeah, I thought it was really well said, though. Yeah, I, those it were was, great words for history. It was an know. amazing effort, and I, I, I want to draw a comparison to what he did in the face of this aggression from mm -hmm. a neighbor um, and what happened in Afghanistan where the, the military just folded and the, the yeah. heads of state just bailed. He's yeah. not doing that. He's right. standing there and fighting, and he's he's – using his words to try to appeal to the Russian people and say, look, you know, this is bullshit. You know, sadly, I really hope those aren't some of his last words, but news that broke right before we were recording about two hours ago, Zelensky addressed Ukraine, stating that Russian saboteurs have entered the capital of Kiev, Kiev, and that he has been given information that they will target him and his family. He added, that, yeah, he added that Russia wants to destroy Ukraine politically by destroying the head of state. He further addressed rumors that he fled the country stating i am in kiev i stay with my people yeah so i i think there are some reasons not to lose hope as you said protests in moscow and st petersburg I'm, I'm really hopeful that if if you know there were protests about navalny and and other movements in russia and they all get squished but they don't get reported on in the west very well so yeah now i don't think the west will uh will choose to ignore that and I would hope not, but I don't, I don't know what can come from it, but hopefully something, I mean, again, like Russian mothers don't want to see their boys coming back in zinc coffins. So, well, I think we could just say, uh, no mothers want to see that. It's true. It's true. So in times like this, it's really easy to feel like there's nothing that you can do. And, you know, I, I'm sure most of our listeners can kind of relate to this. You kind of, you kind of feel hopeless and helpless. Both of those words, I didn't actually say those by accident, even though it probably sounded like I flubbed. And, you know, maybe for a large part that's true, but I don't think that changes the fact that 
you know, if you, if you want to feel like there's something you can do, you should. Uh, and even if it's a small impact, I mean, that's the point is, you know, big things happen on a large scale when a bunch of individuals do that. So we decided to, um, you know, my first thought was like, oh, well, first of all, I lost my bet with Dr. Paulson. I'm supposed to give him a hundred dollars. Dr. Paulson, I'll let you know your hundred dollars will be held by the Ukraine orphan outreach charity. And any of our listeners who'd like to contribute their money to that same charity, we will be putting a drive together. Uh, it's promoted on our Instagram and it'll have a link to donate directly from the post. Um, I, I, know I have a feeling Dr. Paulson will be okay with that. Yeah, I think he's made enough money selling people fancy cow meat. So, uh, And I, I don't know if you heard the doctor part of his name. I think he's doing just mm. fine. I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of med school to pay off, though. Isn't that right, Eric? Um, but if anybody would like to, how, how should I say this, put their money where their feelings are, That's is that a phrase? I, mean, I think that works in this just, situation. Yeah, yeah, it just, I mean, it does feel like there's nothing you can do, but... You know, I, I reached out to a couple of the uh, accounts that I follow that are reporters on the scene in, in mm-hmm. Ukraine, and they said, really, man, more than anything, the the orphanages are going to need it. If you do feel up to it, we're going to have a little bit of a competition with our friend of the show, uh, Constitution of No Authority, Connor Mortel. Uh, he's going to be having... Um, uh, fundraiser drive uh, as well. He's going to put it on his Instagram. You know, when me and you talked about this, Alan, I think your first response was, you know, it kind of feels icky promotional. Uh, mm-hmm. you, yeah, this, I didn't want to make it about us. This is not about us. This is, yeah. this is like, I, I, first of all, we're not getting famous over this. No, uh, no. We don't want that. We want, the, the reason that we're doing a, a competition is hopefully it inspires people that are on the fence to just chip in a little bit and we can get more money to help people more effectively. So, um, if you're down with that, we would appreciate it. And, um, we're going to have this go for 10 days or basically we'll go from today, which is, you'll hear this on a Friday. We're going to record next Tuesday. And then the following Tuesday we'll announce who, which, uh, which of us has the highest total. So, um, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. In in a moment where it feels, um, like there's not a lot any of us can do, this is something. So yeah, there's that. Yep. All right. Well, um, on that note, I say, uh, unless you have anything else to add, let's get back to our regular scheduled cartoons. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Uh, I do have a question for you, Alan. Oh, do tell. You, I don't think you're going to guess this, but I do want to hear you try, and then I'll give you an answer that's going to blow your mind. So can you guess what the first business was, like the first consumer website was? You know, like a brand selling products. So the first thing <laughs> to sell products on the internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, pet food. <laughs> God, Alan, you're... Do you know like in um, Ghostbusters when he's making the guy read the cards and he's like, I don't know, some squiggly lines and then he yeah. zaps him anyways even though he was right? Like you are right. closer to being right than I'm ever comfortable with. So not pet food, but Beanie Babies. Oh my God. That makes sense, actually, for the time period. Yeah, that they were the perfect. first, like, if you, so there was a time period where if you wanted to buy something on the internet, you can buy mm-hmm. Beanie Babies. That was it. <laughs> that was that all was you could buy. The whole thing. <laughs> I should probably start the show. We built this entire infrastructure. Yeah, <laughs> we have, right? <laughs> all right, you ready? I am ready. <laughs> the world that Beanie Babies Are you recording? <laughs> yes. Uh, like I don't even have a cup. Well, this might work. You want to start a show? Let's start a show. 
That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Welcome to Non-Taken Friday Edition Headline Show. I pull up the intro in mid-show. Oh, Christ, I just made all my windows go bananas. Where are we? Alan! What is up? Welcome to our Friday Roundup Headline (laughs) Roundup Edition. (laughs) Where every week my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines all week and we talk them at you. You know, I could, I basically make this shit up anyways. Why do I try to find these words? <laughs> I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, and Alan watches three hours of cable news. So you don't have to. We are your antidote to cable news. No, we are your antidote to mainstream news. Oh, man, that Wednesday show was a show. We had two to do today, Alan. That was a fun show. That was a fun show, but I clearly yeah. have lost my mind. This will be a great headline show. <laughs> I can do better, I, will, I promise. But I, you know, it was really important to me. I pulled these words up, and then I chose to use none of them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. It is the, your Friday headline edition show. Um, I, I would say my my cable news diet has been significantly more than three hours a day this last <laughs> week. You know what with uh, you know the oncoming potential of World War Three and all. It's been a little bit hard to pull myself away from the news. How's your Rachel Maddow consumption been? Uh, she's actually on hiatus at the Why? moment. Why? Did she do something bad? She fucking she's intern. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I think she might be writing a book or working on some oh. other project. So yeah, there's the show still exists, but there are other people sitting in the oh, chair. Oh, so. my favorite co-host. Never mind. I remember. Yeah, we've had audio from those fill-in hosts. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay, go on, Alan. I'm already rustled with your MSNBC ness. <laughs> what's that? What's that fine fellow on CNN that I like that you introduced me to? Oh, that's that's MSNBC as well. It's oh, Ari Melber. Damn it, you got me. Oh, dang it. <laughs> My opinion of him made me change networks to another one that I'm like, eh, at least they got this guy. <laughs> I watched him today. Yeah, yeah he, I do he's like a great him. Show. Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's good. All right, well, let's get right into it. Yeah. So we talked a lot about uh, uh, what's going on with Ukraine and Russia on the sound show, obviously. Yeah, that was like catered about the sounds I got. There's more to talk about. So this will we be have more some headlines. organized too, well, unless I talk, right? <laughs> so we have some headlines about what's going on there. I have to say, the press conference that that uh, Biden had on Friday, where he came out and said that based on U.S. intelligence, he believed that Putin had made the decision to invade, and that the Russians intended to take Kiev. Uh, that kind of blew my mind. I, I don't recall a president ever or. A, any any leader coming out and saying we have intelligence that another country is going to do something like this and just saying it to the public have do you recall anything like that ever i mean just lies about yellow cake and stuff like that um right i guess you're saying that's not the same i mean yeah we saw that with weapon weapons of mass destruction i mean is this a sarcastic question are you being facetious I wasn't actually. No. I hadn't. I hadn't drawn the same yeah. parallels. I mean, that. it's I not the same. It's not a one for one. I mean, doesn't it feel like what what Russia's doing is what we did to justify going into Iraq? Though, like, I know it's again not a one to one, but you're like, man, the U.S. really doesn't have a leg to stand on here because, like, we went to a lot of wars on false pretenses. <laughs> that is an interesting comparison. It is. Uh, 
the motivation is obviously very different. Yeah, not it, one is. Definitely. it is. Yeah. It is. All right. So some of these headlines are a little bit older, but I think they're worth sort of rehashing. Mm-hmm. So uh, the U.S. said Russia has added 7,000 troops near Ukraine after claiming it would partially draw down its forces. So that's where we were going into last last week. Yeah. Right. Okay. So remember, Russia had said, oh, you know, as soon as these exercises are yeah. done in Belarus, we're going to draw down forces. We're in the process of leaving. And instead, the opposite happened. Uh, meanwhile, Russian-backed separatists and Ukrainian forces accused each other of firing shells across a ceasefire line in eastern Ukraine. Uh, we also had separatist leaders in uh, Donetsk said civilians would be evacuated to Russia following a surge in shelling in the region. Uh, and Russia said it would conduct large-scale nuclear drills, uh, calling them fairly regular. And they uh, they fired them. They fired them over the weekend, and everybody played it cool. Like, that was a high... Uh, high there's high alert moment um yeah yeah and then they released a video of them doing it and it looked really cool <laughs> still not great for everybody's blood no. pressure i don't think oh no, not at all um do you so see then, that though a rocket came off of a submarine and went, yeah. pff, went out of the water that's, yeah that's pretty that's, neat like if i had one of those i'd be like come on i'm not really gonna invade ukraine just want to shoot my rocket just having fun with rockets actually. yeah yeah uh, Putin ordered troops rock? into the two separatist regions Putin we talked did. about, the, the LPR no, yeah. and the DPR. Uh, he also recognized their independence. Um, this is viewed as a likely pretext for a larger invasion. And right. then this actually just happened. Uh, Chancellor Schultz of Germany uh, halted the certification of the Nord Stream 2 yes. pipeline, yeah. um, which is a pretty big deal. The Germans had been hesitant to say that they would actually do that as a response to russian aggression um so for him to come out and say that they were going to do that is a pretty big deal um we talked about it last week that you know the russians have a lot of sunk cost into that pipeline um but so do the europeans it was half paid for by the russians and half paid for by the europeans but that was uh that was a russian that the, the russians the russian government is it's a state-owned company it's gasprom is, yeah. is a state-owned company yeah. yes so that was russian investment to that yeah but they only they paid for half of it the europeans paid for the other half this is a large What's percentage half of eight billion it's a lot four billion um the, <laughs> the the um this this represents a pretty large percentage of what would have been europeans energy supply uh Which so is good news for american energy contractors bad news for your your gas prices at the pump, though. Uh, oil prices have already shot up just based on what's happening over there. Um, and we're likely to continue to see that happen. Pot- potentially record highs for gas prices. Uh, Remember when people were getting trash bags and filling them up with gas? That was a bad idea. That's like uh, in Breaking Bad where he tries to melt that person in the tub and then the, the, the tub falls, <laughs> falls through, the, through floor. the floor. Yeah, yeah you yeah. don't want to put yeah. gas in, in a, a bag. That's not a yeah. It's not going to end well. Yeah, it. And, I mean, I don't think it's um, a bad idea to dwell on being concerned about Germany and Russia disagreeing. As Scott Horton said before, <laughs> the last two times they did that, it was the worst things ever. Yeah, that's that doesn't doesn't end well historically. No. No. Not not a good thing. Not a good scene, man. No. All right. So obviously, as we talked about in the sound show, all of this is very concerning. Um, at this point. All we can sort of do is uh, watch and hope uh, things don't go south. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, up to and you know, just because I mean, we are recording this Tuesday night. 
uh, it's late later here, so we're getting as much like Alan said stuff that's up to the minute as we can. Um, the so the headlines sort of of today or the bullet points were, you know, Germany withdraws from Nord Two, EU announced a sanction package. Um, as you said, Russia recognizes LPR and DPR. Uh, the Duma says Ukraine does not does not maintain the right to sovereignty due to the current government. Um, right. Turkish President Erdogan denounced the Russian recognition of LPR and DPR, uh, but he didn't close the straits of to, into what like the Black Sea, so it still allowed Russian warships to enter. Which yeah, Turkey's not gonna yeah, they're not gonna do that. Sure. They're not gonna stick their neck out. Yeah, that that's that's a good joke. They uh, <laughs> they also it's a turkey joke offer. Right? Right, right. They <laughs> they also offered to attempt to um, facilitate talks between uh, Russia and Ukraine, which they're like you know, with a dentist turned dictator. Fuck off, Erdogan. Uh, <laughs> Poland called on to expand its military. Biden announced sanctions, and Russia issued a new set of demands to recognize the will of the people of Sevastopol and Crimea. Uh, Ukraine should never enter NATO. Number three, solve the Donbass problem diplomatically, but that one's already irrelevant. Uh, and then number four, most importantly, demilitarize Ukraine. I just got to say, like, on the other side of a hot war or, God forbid, a fucking, like, 50-year another Cold War, which, like, I know that's not worse than nuclear war, but not pleasant either. I mean, it's good for military contractors. But sure, sure. The, we would probably look back at all of that and be like, okay, this really isn't too much to give. I still got to say that. And... Um, I know that you think that he is going to go on to just conquer Europe, but I just, I just don't see that. Oh, no, I, I no, I, oh, no, I don't you don't. Think... You made the argument for someone saying that. And I still just believe that was you saying it. <laughs> I, I no, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to go on to conquer Europe. I, I, I would be a little concerned if I was Poland right now. I think I made that argument. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's going to, you know, march to fucking, you know, into Germany. I don't think that's going to happen. I was um, going to say, I don't think Poland's going to get invaded two world wars in a row. And then I thought about France. <laughs> all right um yeah I hate laughing at that yeah well yeah because it's cliche right yeah um the what about belgium fucking poor belgium poor little man. belgium that's funny you say that that's what they said about belgium in world war one poor mm. little belgium because everybody just tramps through there to get to wherever yeah they're, they're just like they're the uh i mean they're the, the best route to, the... to go to get to france you know right. <laughs> like i'm not gonna go through all these mountains and shit i'm just gonna go down into belgium hi i'm on the top of france now okay <laughs> it's geography humor uh if at best humor uh <laughs> biden uh the biden president biden ordered the release of white house visitor logs to the house committee investigating the january 6th capitol riot the rejecting this is rejecting executive privilege claims by President Trump. So that's not like news, um, but that finally is like settled. This has been released, right? It was it went through the courts and then it happened, right? Yeah, and I connected the next headline to it as well because I think they're kind of so the National Archives said it found classified information in records returned by former President Trump earlier this month that were stored at his Mar-a-Lago home. All right, why is that important now? Uh, but her emails, because... But her emails. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, you but know, we her. talked about on the show last week about him destroying documents that, you know, should not have been destroyed. And then now this, um, they, they did have to go to Mar-a-Lago to retrieve a, I think it was like 15 boxes of documents. And now they're saying that they found classified documents within that. So he's violating all kinds of rules here. Um, so I, I connected both of those stories because it's kind of a... 
What, what do you think is going to come from that? I mean, that seems honestly out of everything he's in trouble for. That's like one of those things like tax evasion where at the end of the day, they're like, there's no cutting around this. Like you did something knowingly very bad. And we have this evidence that we took from your place. Like, right. And we have we have recorded speeches of yours. And his he, opinion about whether that's a big deal or not isn't going to change the fact that that would that would I mean, that should put you in prison. I mean, he said that about Hillary, about her email. Yeah. That's, that's why I said that. No, I know. Uh, I was just yeah. you know, being dumb. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I think that this, of all the sticky wickets that he's involved in legally. That's, I feel like that's the worst. This is probably the worst. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Can't wait to see right. how he gets out of it. Yeah, your turn. Um, oh, well, I more more news for him. Yeah. A, a judge ruled that former President Trump must testify as part of the New York Attorney General's probe into the Trump organization. An must appeal. testify. Yeah. So obviously, if even if he does, he's likely just to walk in and say, "I plead the fifth. But, oh, okay. um, but still, more bad news on Trump land. So yeah, there you. I go. think there's like 17 lawsuits that he's facing that he like they they are like gonna have to get resolved, and it's kind of hard to imagine all 17 working out. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. There's the working um, out for him is what I meant. Not yeah, yeah, I, I understood. Yeah, there's there's the whole the old post office, which is a hotel that he sort of like leases um that that's in jeopardy he was trying to sell that off for like 400 million dollars that may not to the russians <laughs> that may that not up. happen now uh he's got all of his business dealings being investigated which is what this last headline was about um there's yeah he's in a lot of jeopardy here mm. so san, uh, san francisco your hood ousted mm. three members of its school this is an interesting one three members of its school board in a closely watched recall election this week the recall was largely sparked by parental backlash over the board pursuing certain progressive issues like renaming buildings before reopening schools. So I feel like the sources I listen to for news that are uh, honestly, I think on balance, I probably have more progressive news sources and they, they were saying like they're, you know, you know, the problem here was if you look at the demographics of that vote, only 30% of Democrats came out to vote or 30% of the population came out to vote. They're like, you know, after 2020, Democrats just went home and thought the job was done. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, these people have a legitimate gripe that you're misfocused on these other issues instead of the pressing issues at hand. Like, and I don't, I don't think that should be dismissed by saying, that you know democrats are lazy in the midterms I, I think that's ignoring the cultural moment no i i agree with you uh the last time an elected official was removed by recall in san francisco was like in the 80s it was feinstein i think or, or wow. the, she wasn't even removed i think they just came up on a recall so it's been a while uh Aww. so for progressives to get um or not progressives for people in san francisco uh to get riled up enough to do this is quite a thing it, it seems to me that school and uh -huh. everything that surrounds yeah. schools Ch and, and kids in school yeah um has become quite a uh, i don't want to say third rail but, but quite like a, a battlefield a, for the culture war that's like yeah. very like that you you can get a lot out of that one as a politician sure if you look at what happened in the virginia, virginia governor's yeah. election mm -hmm. etc um, and what's happening in Florida right now. I mean, um, if I had kids, I think that, you know, what happens inside their schools would probably be an important issue to me. I mean, it mattered to me when I was going to school. I thought there was a lot of bullshit. 
Sure. No, I think it makes sense that this is a hot button issue, um, but it's definitely become front and center. Um, and I expect that we'll see a lot more the, of the this problem in is politics going forward. Right. And that's the problem is that it's it's no longer like something objective, like the kids came home and complained about something and said, hey, isn't this wrong? And the parents ignored them like mine did. <laughs> what, but instead, the now it's the parents found out on Fox News that something makes them angry. And then right. they go and yell at their PTA meetings and the kids sit in the back wishing their parents wouldn't embarrass them on social media. Yeah, you know, you get parents arguing about CRT being taught in schools yeah. where it's not actually being taught. That's that old uh, uh, screen, right? That old yeah, monitor. Yeah, the green ones. Yeah. The green ones. CRT. Uh, cathode, cathode ray tube. That's what that's it stands right. for. Um, yeah, okay. Well, you want to do this next one? Yeah, a judge sentenced former Minnesota police officer Kim Potter to two years in prison. Man, a lot of shit happens in Minnesota. Who knew? Yeah. Um, over the fatal shooting of motorist Dante Wright in April, Potter claimed she mistook her handgun for a taser. Um, I followed this trial pretty closely. I mean... Remember, Joy Reid said she had white people tears and that she's going to get off because of it because uh, they have magical I forgot powers. about that. I forgot about that. I remember that the... Um, the jury asked to like hold the taser. They wanted to tell. Oh see yeah, if she could yeah. Tell the jury the was difference. really hands on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. I know that um, was stupid. <laughs> so, I I think that obviously she deserves to uh, to go to jail. Two years seems light to me, but we'll, yeah, they we'll said it's that. the low end of the sentencing, right? Below yeah, state guidelines. Yeah. Perhaps it was that she was felt to have uh, remorse. Yeah. But Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, perhaps. Look, man, I don't well, think someone should go to jail for accidentally killing someone. I believe that she accidentally did it. I think that you should be punished when you're a cop and you accidentally kill someone. So I think it's th this situation was definitely different than the Chauvin case. For yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But I think there should be punishment for that. And I think it should be more than just losing your job. Sorry. Like, I don't know. Perhaps. I don't know. Actually, no, I take that back. Well, no. Man, Are you arguing one. with yourself right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> I am. I like it. I like it. All right. Um, the NOAA projected that USC levels will rise 10 to 12 inches over the next 30 years, equivalent to the last 100 years worth of sea level rise. Uh, I just got to say, the NOAA doesn't look right, but it's right. I'm not going to agree. This is like how you're supposed to say RBI, not RBIs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric. Yeah, you can't just say NOAA because yeah. then you're saying National Oceanic and you got to have a, what's that called? A, uh, what's that? Uh, it's a predicate. P. No, it's not that. <laughs> what part of speech is the? I'm going to just type that in. Let's see. I know. Oh, wow. Man. Is it listening? I only typed in what part. Uh, it's an article. Mm. Articles are important. Articles are important. Uh, All right. Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. Oh, the Noah. That, that book that we both read, Termination Shock. Yeah. Uh, covers this in pretty pretty great detail. Yeah, and it's not just the temp the sea rising, right? It's like how they talked about how uh, when the water level rise rose, the ants didn't have anywhere to be anymore. So the ants were up on land. The ants would get stuck because they ants are attracted to ozone and yeah, so like they get I stuck in air conditioners. Yeah, and... I see that happen all the time. Uh, Do you really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like insects, not just ants, but all insects, they'll end up going if there isn't like a cover on it and it's not pretty well sealed. They'll get in the electrical compartment and they'll they'll land on the they'll they'll sit on the contactor when it's not closed, mm -hmm. because there's, there's like uh, current like it's slightly warmer there, 
Um, and then it'll call for heating or cooling. The contactor will slam shut and then you got a dead bug, but it zaps them, right? Yeah. And it also sometimes fuses the contactor shut and the air conditioning runs forever. I got to come out there, thaw it out, charge them like $900. Oh, wow. Yeah. You don't want, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't know that was like a real world problem all the time, man. It's like once a day, if you're an air conditioning tech, like, wow. One of the things that's cool about that author is he does tend to. Oh right, we're way off base. Sorry. A lot, of, a lot of stuff he writes though is based in reality, even right. though it's fiction. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, I, I appreciated that part a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next topic: Canadian police arrested two leaders of the trucker convoy protesting COVID nineteen restrictions in Ottawa after warning protesters blocking city streets to leave or face charges. We talked extensively about this in the sound show. Um, I. I can't believe this is still going on. I, I thought know, man. they would have lost like, steam at this and, point. Well, but. and also but the truckers would have lost steam again. Yeah. Diesel. The, you know, I think that, I think that, I think they could let them be. I mean, cause so I don't know if you watched any of the live streams from there, but I haven't, no. so they'll, they're on there and they're like, look at this wide open street. They're saying we're blocking emergency access through here. Like this is like, you know, they're saying they can't get from here to here because of how we're blocking it. We're we're concerned about that too. So here's how we've made that open. Like it's, I I just don't. They're they're the government's credibility is really shot, man. And mm-hmm. the fact that he won't go in front of par- parliament. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe maybe I'm I'm behind, but I don't believe he's gone in front of parliament and given an opportunity for uh for this explaining to, the emergency powers exactly and yeah. and showing an end date. I mean, I know as of the time that we've recorded, he's said. This is an ongoing temporary situation, which is fucking Orwellian, man. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't, look, it's lazy. I don't want to be a lazy, cliche podcast host saying that Trudeau is being a dictator. And it's, but it, like, he's, he's freezing bank accounts of people that have donated small amounts of money to the convoy because they believed in that. Like, dude, you're way off base when you're doing that shit. That's what we're doing to Putin for invading another country. Like, you are so lost ideologically from what is right and expected from leaders. Cause like, if this is the what leaders provide us, I don't need them. Now I don't think that we don't need leaders. I just think that if this is what they're doing, this is like, this is lowest common denominator. Like this is easy to wake up and be like, they're doing bad things. I wish our government would tell them to stop. Like you have to just get slightly past that feeling and recognize that you don't want to live in a country where the government has that kind of power over you. Yeah, no, I can see that. I um I guess initially when I was reading these stories and we were talking about it on the show it didn't feel that um that concerning to me uh where where things were headed. I felt like these were protesters, maybe they had crossed some lines and maybe um that would be taken care of. Now it, it feels like the whole thing is just devolved into this complete shit show. Um and I don't, I don't know when it ends. <laughs> in other parts of the country, they're having thousands of people show up for demonstrations just saying that they're, like, supporting this. Like, it's not it's, not even a place that's under blockade, as they're saying. Right. It, I mean, it does feel like part of this movement has been hijacked by people with other uh, concerns. But, but you can't say that that's not a lot of people. Like, this is, like, the... like still Like, I feel like if... Like, I, I know you're not making that argument, like, with, like full-throated which is a phrase but now that i say it out loud <laughs> um like that the 
when we watched the protests in 2020, in the summer of 2020, we believed, yeah. we agree that there there was a right for this many of people to come out and say, hey, we're tired of seeing so much police brutality and right. and and no consequence from it, right? Like that's, sure. right? That was the theme. Definitely, yes. That definitely got hijacked by a lot of people, but me and you would come on every week and say, no, the heart of this protest is what I just summarized, right? Yes, So yes. that's true here too. Yeah, I can see that. This is a lot of people, and they deserve to be recognized. And their government's just saying no, and we're st- and we're calling you terrorists and freezing your bank accounts. It's, I don't. It's just. I don't. It's not right. It's not right morally. And this is why I ultimately am the political person that I am. Because uh, you know, if you extrapolate that out, like it, it doesn't end well because of how like power dynamics work and how crowds behave when they vote for popular people in contests. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, the slippery slope gone way. Yeah, and way slippery, slippery slopes. It's not like a. It's not a fallacy. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think this transitions well into COVID. Yeah. Since that's what started this whole thing. So yeah. our COVID chunk. Only a couple of headlines here. Um, you know, COVID definitely seems to be winding down. Um, and in fact, the first headline is about that, and I can't remember if it's mine or yours. Um, it's mine, but it's your okay. state. Why don't you talk about your boy? <laughs> so California unveiled the next phase of its response to the COVID-19 pandemic, becoming the first state to formally set an en- endemic roadmap. That's hilarious that they get to say that, right? They're like, look, we were the first to come out and call it something. I know Tennessee and Florida and most of the South has been behaving in this way. Like, it's basically saying, like, we need to move on. Here, the, the rest of the headline. Sorry. The- <laughs> I got your jimmies all rusted. Uh, they are. Uh- uh, the plan emphasizes prevention and rapid reaction to outbreaks or new variants. Yeah, don't think you were going to talk once you were done reading. I just needed you to get the headline out. Yeah, oh, man, no. like this is some fucking <laughs> bullshit, right? Like this is like they get to call it whatever the fuck they want because they. But this is California as fuck. It's branding. That's all that is. Like they literally are saying what we're going to do now is learn how to like accept that it's around us and that we just kind of need to live with it. And we're going to make a plan to do that. Oh, you mean like most of the country has been doing and not making a big fucking deal about standing on a soapbox and calling it something. I feel personally attacked just because I'm in California. Fuck, man. Well, you should come out here and hear what people say. Every home that we went and looked at, Natasha's like, yeah, we're from California. I'm like, oh, don't do this. Oh, God, they're all going to hate us. They're not going to sell to us. They're going to, the agent's going to say they're Californians and they're going to hate us. Also, that's not how Natasha talks. I can hear you telling me. (laughs) That was a valid concern of yours? Like you actually All the time. Talk- all the time. Yeah. Every time I was told that I was wrong for thinking that. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, you want to hit this next headline? Oh, yeah. Quick? Sorry. Uh, UK Prime Minister Bojo unveiled a living with COVID plan that will end remaining COVID-19 restrictions in England this week. I feel like they kind of announced that before, too. Oh, also the queen has COVID. She's doing well. She's having yeah, she's, cake. She's okay. Yeah. She's a Yeah. Um. This... She died four months ago. We know that, right? <laughs> they were like, look, the Bojo's doing this. Just so you know, we need people to still care. Well, we got a queen. Let's put a hat on it. <laughs> this, um, you know, Bojo's been in a lot of hot water recently. His his grip on power is, is tenuous. And I'm not going to follow that with that. Best. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Connor, for the meme. <laughs> Uh, so this feels like a, you know, toss some, uh, throw some sausages out to the people. That was a weird... <laughs> you, were, you were trying to come up with a British cliche? I was, I yeah. hope Natasha's parents don't listen to this episode. 
Her dad is like, I don't quite understand an Aussie accent anymore uh-huh. because uh-huh. I spent too much time around her dad who has a British Aussie accent. And it's just like, wait, hold on. I keep getting them confused for the thing that when I was a kid, I would get them confused for. And now I, uh, I, I, you know what? I shouldn't have expected a big pop from that one. I'm sorry. That was an oddly <laughs> personal joke. But yeah. Uh, do you want to go get a beer? Yeah, man. Let's let's go to half. Uh, I'll uh, cover for you all in sequence. That's you're never gonna get it right. And I, also, it's minutes from now when that actually plays. God bless. Drive, no, drive safe. God bless. Oh, for yeah. you. Oh, uh, B side. Yeah. See you on the B side. <laughs> this is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you So Natasha's already upset with me about the voice that I just used a second ago. <laughs> she heard it? No, she didn't. I asked her if she heard it. To which oh. she said no. And I was like, okay, well, don't worry about it. And she's like, what voice did you use? I was like, whatever I said. And she's like, I don't sound like that. I'm like, I know. I said you. Oh, God. <laughs> well, since I'm probably already in the doghouse for this one, I guess I'll just use this halftime joke I kind of was thinking about so uh guess what sport natasha thought oj simpson played oh uh rugby are you serious come on give it a real guess oh badminton no uh (laughs) (laughs) you know how i said you're oddly close so often yeah i'm not not close at all not even baseball uh no um she thought that he played golf Oh, I mean, he guess, did play golf, just not professionally. You know what? That's true. So uh, guess guess who, who she got him confused for. Oh, my God. Don't say Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she's like, okay. So in her defense, she was a child. She's when very she, Australian. <laughs> she was a child when she moved from Australia to here. And it was sure. in the middle of that um, the trial. So she only knows the trial from seeing it on TV as she was older. And then, and then like, some memories as a kid, right? But... Mm-hmm. Then she also remembers this other athlete that had a scandal with his wife and like a car uh, accident. And I was like, oh God, I can completely see this. <laughs> Isn't wow. it funny how like if you don't pay attention to sports, it's just like, I don't know, the celebrity killed got him and his wife got into a thing. I don't oh, right, God, right. Damn it. I don't pay attention to sports news. I mean, we have a sports story we didn't even uh, add because we don't really talk about sports. That, on the like, show, but fight of the basketball court? Yeah, Juwan Howard. Dude, that's actually a really big deal. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so, like, and did it start with the coaches fighting? So, apparently what happened was the opposing team was up, like, significantly. Like, they had a big uh, lead, and they called a timeout for whatever fucking reason with, like, a very short time to go in the game. And so Howard was pissed off, like, why the fuck are you doing that? You're up, like, 20 points. Yeah, I, I saw the lead at the end. I was like, what's happening here? Like, this is where they mad it was a blowout? Yeah, and so the in the the line that they do where they do the handshake afterwards, yeah. you know, we're all good sportsmen here. Um, sportsmen? That's not right. Yeah, the hunting. <laughs> we're all good. We're, we're showing good sportsmanship. There you that. go. Uh, 
And so in the line where they're supposed to shake hands, Howard attempted just to, like, blow past the other head coach. Uh-huh. And the other head coach wasn't having it, and that's when it sort of escalated. John me. Howard used to play basketball, right? For the Wizards. Yeah, I know this name. Others? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, then a whole fucking fight started. That was oh, the, the thing. whole, yeah, At, whole Like brawl. a college basketball game. Like, that, yeah, that was, um, man, if you pay attention to sports, this is a big deal. But a big we're story. not going to talk about it at all because Ukraine sucks. <laughs> we kind of just did, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is on the show. Uh, well, we should. We Get into econ. Yeah. yeah. Um, want me to go first? Sure. All right. Applications to start new businesses jumped 53% in 2021 compared to pre-pandemic levels, not 2022 bullshit. Um, this is amid an ongoing surge in small business creation. Uh, Biden administration gets credit for this, or it would have happened anyways, and they don't deserve shit, you say? Uh, I think in, in as is case as is the case in most um, questions like you, the one you just posited, I think there's a little bit of both. But the answer um, is, you know, if it was the other party, they'd be taking a ton of credit for it. And if we're using that context, I suppose... Good job, Bidens. You didn't make it worse. Well, we probably made it worse than what it could have been. <laughs> I mean, so there's always a lag, I think, in in, in most economic indicators like this. Um, so you can say that there were things put in place by the prior administration that helped this happen. And there were sensibilities or not sensibilities. There was there was optimism within the the markets that perhaps was partially created by the current administration that, that led to this as well. So I think you can give credit to both sides. You know what business is booming right now? Um, business no. of giving you the business. No, that's oh. not it. Um, the military, they, uh, the, they, they announced the budget. It was like 700 billion or something like that. Oh yeah. Which is They're hilarious. Cool. Cause it's like, well, we should shit on him for that. Cause that's outrageous. And then at the same time, it's like, imagine cutting the budget while this is happening in Ukraine. Right. Right. Yeah, though the military industrial complex is doing quite well, yep. almost as well as the uh, vaccine manufacturing uh, <laughs> companies. So All right, you're next. gonna get us fucking canceled, dickhead. <laughs> you just, just can't say, say it so blatantly, you know. I say stuff like that for fun. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Uh, the Senate approved a stopgap spending bill, sixty-five to twenty-seven. That's pretty good uh-huh. uh, to fund the government through March. 11th. That is really good for this. Well, yeah. what? That's like two weeks from now. <laughs> it's literally like. Well, a little bit more, like three weeks. I but hate still. this. This would have been the main story if it weren't for Ukraine. Probably, yes. But th- we it just feels need like, things to be upset about. Doesn't it feel like this just it's all the we do. way the government runs now? Yeah, runs now. Well, it's, like, it's, it's called just, thirty billion uh, trillion in debt. So yeah, just like oh well, we'll and deal again, with that in another month. That's all related month. to that, right? It's like six months ago they agreed these things have to get paid for, and then at the end of the year they're like so. Like, we have to include in the budget how we pay for that. They're like, what? What? You did that? I was drunk. Like, <laughs> you can't listen to me when I'm fucking pandemicking. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. All right. Indeed. Next the, uh, the U.S. lifted its ban on Mexican avocados, allowing imports to resume after a week-long ban. Oh, man. The, the national nightmare is finally over. Finally. Finally. We can... Uh... Enjoy avocados at Chipotle again. Natasha uh, appreciated me defending her guacamole. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, again, I, I, you I were talking about I, not I, wanting I, to pay for it. Yeah. Well, I was saying it's like not worth what it's often you know charged for. Sure, it. sure. But what happens when they come out and the fine gentleman makes the guacamole next to you at the table? Oh, That's weird at a Taco Bell, right? 
You got to pay extra for that. He's going to open up like a bunch of plastic tubes and like squirt them into like a plastic bowl and then mix it around <laughs> with like a spork and be like, here. And then he puts like a tennis ball in because, you know, they always leave the core in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying extra for that. No. Racquetball. I retract, maybe. I retract my, my, my previous statement. Yeah. Uh, your turn and you have to say it. Tech chunk. Nailed it. Uh, it's, it's time for our tech chunk. So a couple interesting headlines here. So a woman appears to have been cured of HIV after receiving Third a cutting, after receiving a cutting edge stem cell transplant, joining a handful of others as research continues. Just, this is the third person they've done that with. It is. Can we pause so, for a second? Yep. Did you think that I was saying you were speaking in the third person? I, yeah, I understood immediately. <laughs> I did, yes. I was like, what? Okay, go on. <laughs> oh, that's all so, saying it. <laughs> so this treatment is not used often because there can be negative uh, consequences. So only when somebody has like a... Um, Flipper babies? No, like a bad cancer, like leukemia or something oh. like that. Oh, yeah, sure. Do they do, they do this? Uh, and essentially what they've found is that there are people who have like a natural immunity to HIV. Um, and so they can use, um, you know, blood from those, from people that, who have that and create this treatment um, and graft it onto um, the person who's who's sick. Um, and so, so this yeah. This like is, those uh, antibody things that we were doing with the COVID? It's like that, but a little bit, uh, quite a bit more complicated. Yes, I would right. Say. Are, aren't they using mRNA or no? You know what? I didn't think. Oh, anything. no, no, no. This is different. This is Cutting different than stem mRNA. cell, stem cell. Yes, stem cells. Yeah, yeah. like you said, transplant. Right, right, right. So they have right. that immunity to be that. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there are a number of treatments out there now. There's that, that daily pill that people can take that essentially makes them test uh, negative. Yeah, like if you have an oopsie and like prick a needle in a trash bin, but you took sure. prep that day, you'll be okay. Right, right. Like Not that. you weren't referring to like deviant anal sex, were you, Alan? What's deviant about anal sex? I don't know. I, that's uh, I was being a Republican senator. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, my little lady. Sorry, my little ladybugs. <laughs> uh, I'll be sad when he's gone. That's uh, not true. That's will not you? True. No, um, but I have a lot less to go back to on the show. This is true. We got to thank. What's her name for bringing that to our attention? Um, from Georgia. Oh, Mia Jackson. That's a Mia Jackson uh, brought that story to Hunk with Mike Reidenstein, which has really fed us with hours of material. It really has. All right. We should send her a Christmas card. We should. Yeah. All right. I want to move on to yeah. the next one. Oh, it's my turn. I was just yes. waiting for you to talk like an asshole. Uh, Google unveiled plans to build a privacy sandbox on its Android mobile operating system in an effort to strengthen user privacy while being less disruptive to advertisers than similar changes introduced to Apple or by Apple last year. So um, Apple did the same thing recently where, you know, if you wanted to, uh, you know, skim a bunch of user data information, they made it easier for users to opt out of that. Um, and it caused a lot of issues with like Facebook. Uh, right. And, and Google's like, yeah, we're going to do that too, but we're going to do it in this sandbox, which reminds me of like, Remember when you like, I don't know if you've ever been a store manager in a place where people protest at and there was like free speech zones that they would draw in the parking lot. I feel like that's what the privacy sandbox is. <laughs> is that like the red zones in Canada? It is actually. No, it's the opposite of the red zone. But yes. It's opposite. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, this is interesting. I, I think um, 
they're trying to do it in a more industry friendly manner mm. um, than than Apple did. Um, but it's still going to be, I think, a drag you on so. companies like Facebook's ability to harvest data that they use for profits. So. Yeah, but if you opt out of it, like we'll see less um, feedback in terms of like numbers on our downloads. But like, I don't need to know that. Like, that really doesn't like. I mean, it's nice to know that something was perceived well or received well. But um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we're doing a different show because someone likes it or not. You know. Yeah, and if if they people choose but to give us feedback like directly, they can always do that. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's like, like what we listen to. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And the doors open. Why did I make that so personal? Oh, because there's like it's we think about Facebook and stuff with that, but there's a lot of other apps that kind of you know you you can make a a moderate argument for that. You know, hey man, you're not letting us get the you know the real <laughs> insight into what we're doing. The analytics. Yeah, the analytics. There we go. Uh, is it my? It's your turn. It's my turn. I was just going to say there was a whole. Um, where was it? Oh, it was on Lawfare, which I find myself listening to a lot. Yeah, recently. I do too. But the, you know what they, they um, sometimes I feel like they feel like they have to put an episode out and they just put out so many things on like I start like like they cry wolf a bit. Not yeah, about definitely. their topics, but there's just by filling it with old shit. They put out a lot of archive shows, yeah. yeah. Uh no, there was an episode about transparency in uh oh, yeah. social media. That Cent- was pretty and, interesting. And their censorship, right? And like right. yeah. That was that was that was worth a listen. Yeah. Check that out yeah. if you're into that sort of yeah. thing. I kept, um, yeah, I kept not getting to it, but I wanted to. All right. So next headline, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. Nailed yeah. it. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Launched a probe into Tesla for unexpected braking. Its third probe in six months. Separately, Tesla CEO Elon Musk's attorney filed a letter with a judge accusing the SEC of attempting to muzzle and harass Musk. Is that related? So separately, but just we're talking about because Musk is there? I guess. If we're talking about Musk, we should mention him donating a bunch of money or shares and not telling anyone until it came out. Well, he had posted on Twitter that if somebody could prove to him that, you no, know, that was separate. Dollars, he did his yeah. stock sales, but then he also donated a bunch of shares too. Yeah. He said, if somebody could prove to me that if I donate this money, it will actually do something. I'll do it. And then he did it. No, that was why he sold his shares. And then oh. they said, you're being a dick because you have to sell your shares anyways. You're just choosing to do it now around this time period. And then I guess, okay, okay, we're saying the same thing. So people were saying that he was being disingenuous by selling the shares that he did, but it sounds like he was also making a donation at the same time and not making a big deal about that. It, I don't know. I don't like standing for him. I repeated myself so many times just before I realized <laughs> that we were making the same points. Now I'm uh, Tesla's been catching a lot of flack recently. I was actually watching an interview actually on Ari Melber's show today um, with a prominent environmentalist, and they were talking about the rise of electric cars. And I had forgotten. Do you remember like Tesla's first product, the Roadster, like back in the day? I forgot all about that thing. I don't think I forgot. Do you you do remember that? I think so. Did it look weird? It was like a little coupe, like a coupe. Yeah. Like a, I forgot all about that thing. Yeah. So they, they started showing footage of that. <laughs> Dude, how long ago was that? It was like 20 uh, years ago. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't 20 years ago. He was doing PayPal 20 years ago. Dude, when I was – I remember when I worked at Bed Bath in Larkspur – one of the people, not that worked with me, but worked in the same area because I, I saw their car in the yeah. parking lot all the time. Yeah. They had one. Yeah, I, I know. Like, That's a really cool car. Yeah. How long, that, when was that? It's like, like eight years ago. Yeah. 
no. They've been around for a while, Alan. I know it's weird, it's right? Like it's hard to it's hard to believe it's been happening this long. You're not wrong for. I was letting you go as far as you wanted to go with that. You're not wrong for feeling that way. It's weird. Like they're already nostalgic because they've been yeah, doing this for. It feels yeah. like a classic car. Yeah, like I know. I'm, when I think Tesla, I think like the S. You right, know, it's, right. That's right. what pops in my head. I forgot entirely about the that. This braking issue is interesting to me. It reminds me of the issue. Um, like I, I want to look into it, or I want them to look into it. I want to see what they find out. I mean, obviously, all the data is there, right? Um, the cars have everything logged, so yeah. it shouldn't be an issue to get to the bottom of. Uh, the do you remember the Toyota and the Prius where their brakes weren't working? Vaguely. So there was a couple of stories that came out where the Teslas were not their accelerators were getting stuck. And the Priuses, the Priuses. Yeah. What did I say? Teslas? Yeah. I I think I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah, So these Priuses were having issues with the accelerator being stuck and that's what motorists were claiming. Um, It's certainly not every example, but there, uh, once that became like there was two or three stories and people were starting to worry about them. Well, there was this family in San Diego that had rented a Prius while they were on vacation and the driver was a cop and he had, I think, heavier shoes on. Not He wasn't dressed in uniform, but he had, like, not just tennis shoes, I think. Uh, perhaps the footwear doesn't matter. There were odd floor, floor mats in there because of the rental company, and mm-hmm. the guy was hitting the accelerator the whole time, and he was on the 911 call because he was like, I'm in a Prius. It's doing the braking thing. Like, the accelerator's stuck, and they were asking, you know, you the long story short of the story that people forgot about because at the same time it was having braking issues was that this guy had his foot, he was stepping on the accelerator the whole time and it's tragic, right? Like I'm not saying he's an idiot for it, but in that moment of panic and you're not supposed to, and I'm sure give him all the credit, you know, the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day, he had a panic moment and he was stomping on the accelerator instead of the brake because in any car out there, the brake isn't just your fucking foot pressing against a lever that's hitting the brake. It's going into a master cylinder where the amount of force that you're putting on there is multiplied by like 10,000 pounds. Like the car will stop if you do both full brake and full accelerator and they do tests on it. So there's no way that it would have been the accelerator stuck. Like it's sad. It's tragic, but that thing got blown out of proportion. There was this whole scandal about those and it was fucking user error and mass hysteria because there were a couple of reports that I honestly, I don't even know if they're true or not. I know that guy definitely had his foot. Did he crash? They all died. It's sad. Oh, they, oh shit. Yeah. I was, I'm sorry. No, I was going to yeah. make it funny, and that's go ahead. appropriate. No, I'm, right. I'm glad I asked that go question ahead. before I did. So. Just want to talk All to right. me in the kitchen real quick. <laughs> can, you talk to, can I talk to you in the kitchen real quick? I was just going to say that he immediately get out and shoot a dog. Because <laughs> he's a cop. Yeah. It's not sorry. ATF. That's an ATF joke. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to well, keep this in, though. I no, can't, no. You want know, you know, to go back to the party? <laughs> you can act cool, though. Do I, we're okay. Cool. All right. We're cool. We're cool. All right. <clears throat> Do I look high? No, no, you're fine. Watch your nose. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into other news. Yeah, we got a few topics this week in other news. We do. So Melania Trump, um, a f- I, I might have been a month ago now, she had released an NFT and it was bought for like a certain number of a coin called a soul, S-O-L. And then last week, a story came out that said that the money that won that NFT was paid for out of the same wallet that set up the NFT. 
So as as these she bought her own shit. Yeah, she bought her own shit because I mean, and reality is Trump said you better buy that shit and fucking win it because we're winners and we're gonna have a record. That wasn't even okay. So it wasn't it wasn't just one NFT though. She released an entire collection. Okay. And so the story is I actually read about about this where people were saying that so all of these NFTs were based on the White House uh, the White House press photographer. So. Or the not the press photographer, the photographer for the White House, the official White House photographer. Oh, right. Yeah. Not for the press. I understood. Yeah. So all of them were based on actual photographs taken by that photographer. Um, obviously, like all NFTs, they're like digitized in there. You know, right. It's not the exact yeah. replica. We of should that. NFT our show logos if anybody would pay fractions of cents for them. <laughs> we definitely should. Um Anyways, so a lot of people were saying that her using official White House photographs to base the NFTs on, because those are official White House photographs, those... It's like public domain, right? It's public domain. Yeah, and so that was in violation of some laws as well. That's actually really funny. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That was all over Twitter, dude. This is the same, like, she copied more than one of Michelle Obama's speeches, right? Yeah. Was Was it just one? I mean, one's I, enough, but I think she did too. I think that rose. It was, I th- it was one that was pretty egregious, and then there was another one I think that had parts. Okay. There was one that was like totally word for obvious. word. Yeah. It yeah. was like, hey, yeah. man, change a couple words. Like, right. I don't have time. <laughs> like a fifteen-year-old could do yeah. better. Than yes, I, yeah. I was a fifteen-year-old. Uh, <laughs> Afghanistan's super fucked. <laughs> so, I, I, I probably should have. Uh, that that was. I, just I will my read internal... what you put in front of me, and you I read know, the first topic, a... so I said it. That was more of my internal dialogue. Which oh, okay. Perhaps made a real headline. You're like, I'm going to say this one. <laughs> All right. So I, I talked on the show, I want to say maybe a month ago, about sort of the humanitarian crisis happening in Afghanistan, how their their banking system is essentially frozen up. Their, people can't even get money out of the banks. Um, their economy is basically Wait, are they Canadian citizens that donated to the truckers? No, oh, no. Okay. It's just, Yeah. It's a function of of the Taliban taking over the government. And, and the U.S. The Tal- doesn't want to trust them getting that money. Well, it's not just the U.S., but, um, you know, nobody's really recognizing the Taliban as an official government. And so their assets have been frozen in central banks, including in, in our central bank. Uh, they had $7 billion um, in frozen are, assets. Are you saying that we could end a humanitarian crisis if we went out on a limb and said, look, even if the Taliban gets this our intention is to solve this. I mean, that's goodwill that you really can't buy and it's not our money. So you wouldn't even be buying it. It's their money frozen in our account that we have control over the accounts. Correct. Yeah. No, I I think I literally said that like like a month ago. I was like, like, this is like, this is their money. Um, they want it now. And (laughs) Oh, they call JG Wentworth. Um, seven cats now. (laughs) Um, no, that's their money. And, it, it sucks that we are preventing them from getting it. I understand that, you know, nobody wants to deal with the Taliban or recognize them as an official government. Perhaps there's other ways to get that money there. Anyways, so last week, the Biden administration decided to take that $7 billion in frozen assets in our central bank and send three and a half, well, about half of it, it's about three and a half billion. Uh, they said they were going to use uh, for, to, to, to help... Uh, people in Afghanistan. They didn't really specify exactly 
how they were going to do that. Yeah, that you're right. Funny. And the fact that they didn't specify that, a House member, uh, I think the leader of the Progressive part, uh, Party, I just never remember her name. Jayapal? Uh, yeah, Jayapal said, uh, hey, what if we didn't even propose something, just propose that they consider have um, like looking into where the money goes, wouldn't even get a bit of vote. No, yeah. We don't vote on things. We wait for omnibus bills. Get that in the next big bill. So, I mean, it seems... I, I would imagine that their intent was perhaps to use NGOs, things like that, so they could get around to going through the Afghanistan government, but as it, as it is currently. The interesting part is the other half of it, they put aside for 9-11 uh, families of the victims of 9-11. Um, what about families of the victims of 9-11 truthers? Oh, I don't think that, I don't think they're on the oh, okay. docket there. Yeah. So there's been a lot of blowback uh, from this decision uh, by the administration to do that. I am... Um, well, first of all, do you have thoughts on this? Yeah, there... I mean, so there were a lot of people that were saying, like, hey, we don't want to get this money. Like, fam- family members saying, you know, that we... That, that we, we you know, this is blood money. This isn't our money to have. Um, right. But, unfor- but essentially, lawyers for these families had... Um, if if you opted in at any point, you were in. Right. Well, and, and so what happened? This was a um, at any point in judgment. Right. These were judgments that that happened without any defense. So the Taliban didn't like go to court and try to oh, fight really? this. Obviously, no, they didn't. So essentially, these these lawyers with their um, their clients went to the courts and said, "Look, these are these are our damages," and then they got extra damages based on. Um, you know, the, the type of situation that it happened in being a terrorist situation. So they like tripled the damages, whatever it was. So these, these judgments were billions and billions of dollars, uh, for, for these families, um, which, but the people of Afghanistan don't have anything to do with that. So again, so here's, here's the problem, right? Is so when it became apparent that these funds were frozen in our central bank, then these lawyers who represented these clients, then went and said, look, we want to attach those funds and say, look, we've had these judgments against um, Afghanistan. This is now the accepted government of, of Afghanistan. We want that money. Um, and so that that's kind of where we're at. It's, it's it, it sounds very, like this wasn't a significant judgment, though, right? Like this. Well, this is still... again, these judgments were made in absence of a defense. Right. So so they just so Wait, they, there's they no went, method to collect. Right. There was never expected to be any method to collect. Oh, this Somebody's... is just a fucking gesture. It feels like that. Oh, that's uh, why I, they're not going to is... look into the money being spent on humanitarian because they're going to. They're like, "Hey, progressive, you're supposed to be a Democrat. You're going to catch us not spending that money on anything because we didn't get it." I mean, I, I think. Oh, they'll spend the money. I think that obviously nobody wants to, um, be caught on the other side of of victims of nine eleven. Yeah, you know, yeah, but that's like, not. But wants... the victims of that of nine eleven are saying, "I thought, if, am I not clear on that?" Like the victims of nine eleven are saying, "This isn't our money." Some to... are, some are, not all. No, no, that's the point. So it sounds like some are. The all that you're referring to, mm-hmm. if you've ever signed in on these, it's uh, like a settlements, class actions, class sort of actions, thing. yeah. So a lot of people are in there from 20 years ago that are now lumped into these settlements, these judgments. Mm-hmm. That has mm-hmm. nothing to do with modern Afghanistan and the bank accounts that were frozen there or the people that could use that money is a better way to say that. 
you know, if the war's over, this all gets uh, settled in that um, that settlement, you know. And yeah, I feel like there's some legal things happening here, which are very complicated. Um, and so perhaps that's why the administration chose to do this. I think we we're going to have to wait a while to see how this all kind of pans well, out. In the meantime, I'm going to be very critical and make a lot of bold statements about something that I know marginally about. Cause uh, <laughs> that's, that's, and that's, that's podcasting. That's podcasting. Baby. <laughs> All right. Um, do you do this next one? I, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. One. So you know Ahmed, Arbery's, Ahmed Arbery's killers today were convicted of um, hate crimes by federal court today, uh, which added oh, I see. Uh, different court. Yeah, added additional life sentences. Oh, to, good. So if they get extra lives, sure. <laughs> well, if if for some reason perhaps the first uh, their sentences are reduced uh-huh. at some point, then these will be the default to fall back on. I, I guess they really do give you extra lives and then take them away. <laughs> I guess what's interesting a little bit about this is so in the in the case the the state case the standard case right, uh-huh. um, race was not brought up oh right really at all yeah. because the the prosecutors well, made the actions the were sufficient to convict them for murder yes yeah. yes and the prosecutors made the decision that they didn't want to alienate the jury yeah um so they were just going to basically solely on the actions as you just said um so it, this in a way was um so in federal court they said no this was a hate crime this was entirely this entirely happened because um, of the color of Arbery's skin. So is that a function of them being correct about that? Which, I mean, it did seem to be the stem of Oh, that. they... Or is they, this a function of federal being removed from local biases? Well, they, they showed text messages that were pretty horrific between oh, these really? three guys. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that was... wasn't in the first trial because no. it wasn't necessary. Wow. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. It's pretty ugly. Merrick Garland... Uh, Head of DOJ actually said today. something. Yeah, and no he was way. Actually, he talked. He talked, and he was actually pretty emotional about the whole thing, which surprised me. Huh. I don't think I've ever seen that guy emotional. Uh-huh. He seems like robot. he only robot. Yeah. Um, so again, this is, I, I guess it's justice, but it's uh, you know he's still dead for jogging, um, and that yeah. sucks. But yeah. but uh, you know it's something. Yeah. What did they say? Because he wasn't wearing socks or something. Oh, he had long, dirty long, toenails, remember? Fucking disgusting lawyer. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, Truth Social. Okay, so Truth Social, I got to talk about this. So the social media platform backed by former President Donald Trump, it hit the top of the App Store charts on the first day despite some users experiencing errors. Alan, what were some of those errors? <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, there's too many people trying to log into this right now. We can't actually um, let you in. People, the, the app just didn't work at all. From what I understand, it's still like in beta, and nobody can actually. And they do just had a release post. date, so they did it. Yeah, so they can't actually do anything or post anything. I'm sure the CEO of Trump's uh, social media, uh, Devin Nunez, will figure it all <laughs> yeah. out, though. Oh my like, god, I guy. forgot. Well, he's yeah. a tech guy. Oh, he's a quality human being. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine taking a look at Trunk's trunk? Can you imagine <laughs> Trump <laughs> Trump's track right? They're next to each other in my mind. Sure, sure. Can you imagine taking a look at Trump's track record and uh just and just being like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get on board with you financially like in a business decision, you know? 
no, unless you want to get sued and never get paid. That's even the good. Cyber Ninjas went out of business. Oh, no. Oh. The Cyber Ninjas. <laughs> okay, we're getting Fucking... into Rachel Maddow's turf. <laughs> uh, Find a violin over here. They copied another company's logo. Did you, see? Did you hear about that? I did not. So their logo was like not like so so it's the exact same logo as this uh, I think it's a British company called Trailar and it's the same lo- same exact logo Trailar just has like a little square off to the side. It's like not even on the logo part of it like and I mean so that's not all sued. that surprising like no, they yeah. they they've stolen like code from other right. social media. Right. <laughs> yeah, I actually to meant to that. say those two stories next to each other. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, and I'll just do this last one too. Is there anything to this group of uh, Trump uh, protesting GOP members that are showing up for the J6 hearings? Is that what they're there for? Is there going to be hearings? They're going to be outside? They're trying to support uh, Kinziger and Liz Cheney. This is just um, a cheerleading mission? I th- Yeah, essentially. Um, I, you know, I, I guess it's... Um, it's good to know that that there are and and it's not like these are the only ones we've heard of but that there are republicans who who completely denounce all the things that yeah but they're not in positions of power all they are the most part they're not and 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 both cheney and kinziger were censured we talked about that before Um, but that's that like furnace of 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 purity that the parties demand right now so you know if you're brand is centered around one figure like trump you just there's no room for you and i feel like left is people on the outside saying it like that's what's the point i feel like furnace of purity might be the show title um write it down oh no i'll hear it yeah (laughs) that was i yeah those those are nice words strung together oh thanks i'm barely holding on it's 11 23 well we're but should we go into media? Yeah, what have you been into? What you watch this week? All right, so you recommended a podcast, yes. the MLK Tapes. Yes. Uh, really good. All about the assassination of Martin Luther King and... Who really the, did it. Who really did it. The narrative that we were presented versus the reality. Do you know what's something weird? I, I, t- I was talking to somebody, a friend of mine, about... She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm listening to this, this podcast right now. Uh, and she's like, oh, what's it about? And I said, it's about the assassination of Martin Luther King and, like, you know, um, how maybe the official narrative is inaccurate. And she said, Martin Luther King was assassinated? What? And I was like, what did you, what do you think happened? And she, she's like, I don't, I don't know. This is a, this is a college educated person. Yeah. And I, I was like, what is, I mean, one of my favorite lines from Hunter Thompson is he talks about the end of the 60s. He's like, Martin Luther King and both Kennedy brothers were were assassinated by mutants. Oh, wow. And Anyways, that kind of blew my mind. But the the thing that also blew my mind a little bit was like, I did not know the name of the person who had, who was accused officially. Oh, James of, Earl Ray? Yeah. I, I, I only that, knew which, it because it was a three-name name. Which you would think that would be like, everybody would know that guy's name. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That was yeah. weird to me, too. So. Yeah. Maybe it's a blind spot in our... It's a lot to tell to kind of prove it, but uh, basically cops and powerful entities in the city, uh, they organized the shooting and a person depended on. 
and it was really well done and memphis is crooked as fuck man like i you don't fuck around in memphis i also watched apocalypse now redux on netflix uh-huh. i know it's like 10 years old 20 i hadn't 20 no the, the redux was 10 years old is, Wait, it? is this a fuck, sequel redux is no. just the extended cut right extended cut i watched that in my first apartment after high school and got the cops called because normally we were having parties this time it was you know the what is the flight of the what is that the concords no <laughs> dickhead the fucking i love the smell of napalm in the morning that oh right 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 okay um dude i hadn't seen this movie in forever it holds up really well yeah I mean, I'm not saying anything new. Like, obviously, this movie no, is no, it's I- okay. iconic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's uh, but Heart it, of it's Darkness. On... Yeah, 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 which is a book I also love. Yeah. Uh, not love, but I've read recently. Yeah. Um, oh. And this is on – it's on Netflix. I don't know how long it's been there. It's like four but... hours, right? Three and a half. But it's, movies it's are long over, now. It's a little over three hours. Yeah. I actually, I watched it in two sittings. I didn't finish yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, some parts of it are so funny. The part <laughs> where they're surfing and, like, the artillery is falling around yeah. them. In that, uh, yeah, that general, ah, uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a great movie. Uh, anyways, I, I know. It's, Kubrick, it's fucking, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I know so. it's old as fuck, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed revisiting. No, I mean, and it should be appreciated because he was known for doing all his shots over and over again. So, like, there's a lot of intention put into that. It's appreciated. Well, and, and perhaps given our current uh, environment, uh, it felt yeah. like, uh, maybe I want to watch this. Sure. Yeah, boy, get a little escape. I get it, Alan. Um, I've been watching a lot of dumb shows. I really liked one of these. Um, so we've been watching the Jack Reacher series on Amazon. I like uh, it's season two now, right? Uh, dude, I don't think. No, I think this is just season one. Oh, you're thinking of I Jack watched... Ryan? Oh, you're right. With you're right. Krasinski okay. or whatever. Oh, Reacher is the one Tom Cruise played. That yes, one and and like so, it's a like detective book series, right? And right, all right. the fans of the book are like hate the fact that Tom Cruise played him because the like the 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 person portrayed in the book should be played by like the rock. And instead it was scrawny little, you know, mid two thousands Tom Cruise. Um, I mean, it's still a good movie. I like that movie, but this is, this is a good show. Um, but I think the best way to summarize it is despite what I'm about to say, it's entertaining. It's fun to watch. Um, that, but I got, you know, we have to get up to let the dog back in and it's raining. So you got to rub the dog down, wipe her paws down and all that. And Natasha's Mm -hmm. like, do you want me to pause it? I'm like, I'll I'll catch up. It's just you can go do <laughs> You're the. You're not going to miss anything. Yeah, I'm going to miss it. And if you do, they're going to tell you. And they right, literally right. did. They were like, "Whoa, this is confusing." And then five minutes later, they're like. I did this, and it was when this was happening. And you're like, oh, good thing I didn't really like stop and rewind. So you can get through it in one sitting. It's easy, but it's fun. Uh, I recommend it's for free on Amazon. I said for free. You're only supposed to say free. It can't be for nothing, but okay. Um, I watched also, the uh, this is on HBO, watched The King's Man, which is Ray Fiennes um, and Rasputin's in it. Um, it takes place. It's so it's the third movie in the King's Rasputin, the, the yeah. doctor for the yeah, the we'll, go, we'll go doctor. Yeah. Hey, stop taking aspirin. <laughs> oh, look at that. His blood's better. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <sighs> Whatever. Um. So no, the. Do you think anybody's going to get that reference? Uh, I, yeah, I, our listeners would. Yes. Okay, okay. Um. The plus it's you know modern. It's good with the current events. It's modern monetary theory. Wait, that's, no, that's not right at all. No. Um, makes as much sense though. Hey, stop printing money. They won't listen. The <laughs> where were we? So the Kingsman series has been like this sort of like Bond 
yeah. type, you know, special effects, uh, thriller, not thriller, but action. The secret action, agent, man. Secret agent type show. Yeah. yeah. And the this one is like the origin of it, and it's back to World War One. So um, fun, real color depictions of uh, new versions of historical events. Um, there's a twist cool. post credits that is laughably bad. Um, and oh. you're, if you're going to guess it already, like you don't even have to watch the movie. You're going to be like, well, I bet if it's at the end of World War One, the, the like post credits will be this. And you're right. All right. Uh, well, let's get into America's favorite segment. Teddy time. Alan, what's Teddy time? Uh, we have three quotes, too, from Noam Chomsky. One from noted uh, author Ted Kaczynski. Oh. And I have to Letter figure writer. out. <laughs> I have to there. figure out which one is from Teddy. All right, we ready, America? Here we go. Quote number one: As long as some specialized class is in a position of authority, it is going to set policy in the special interests that it serves. Okay. I note that these are uh, relatively short. Yeah, I had I had one that I really liked, but it was like three sentences. I was like, well, I'd have to find longer other ones for it to. I mean, <laughs> you can't have one really long, but then that's too much. Right. Okay. Well, we should stop talking because. Okay. That's the Quote whole number two: The American people would be horrified if they realized the blood that's dripping from their hands because of the way they are allowing themselves to be diluted and manipulated by the system. Ooh, lowercase system. Uh, quote number three, the development of a society can never be subject to rational human control. It's not Oops All Chomsky's this time. I feel like you're trying to bait me with that second one because it has system in it. <laughs> I, Although, you, you don't pay attention to that. Like last week I gave you like two of the, I think both my Chomsky's had system in it and you didn't bite. I know, I know. I am um, leaning towards that one though. Dominant society can never be subject to rational human control. Teddy would say that. Um, as long as some specialized class is in a position of authority, it's going to set policy in the special interests that it serves. Fuck, man. This is a tough week. <laughs> I, I When I was setting these, I was like, oh, man, Alan's so fucked. And Natasha <laughs> goes, what? I'm listening to a podcast. And I go, Alan is so fucked. And she goes, okay, and puts her headphones back in. Uh, you're very right. You're very correct here. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna not pick the second one because although yeah, okay, I'm gonna go with the third one. Alan, you picked correct. That's Did I really? Teddy. Yeah, you got it. Holy shit! I <laughs> win. Like you know, a, yeah. a broken clock is right. Twice yeah, you a get day. to drink from the fire hose. Sweet. I'm gonna er, do. Here you go. Oh, there you go. Mm. Ah, quality beverage. I have something hidden here that I was waiting for the show to tell you. Oh, okay. Me and Natasha had a conversation about our next dog whenever we get one. And she agreed that if it's a boy dog, we can name him Teddy. (laughs) Nice. I thought I I was a girl dog guy, but I think I'm going to have to make an exception for this one. Yeah, you're going to have to get a boy dog. Yeah. Nice. That would be so much fun. All the nicknames. What, what what breed of dog do you think it would be? Teddy would be <sighs> shelter dog for sure. No, no, no. He um, okay. What's a dog that's like middle class that ended up going to Harvard and then didn't fit in? 
See, I was thinking more like a dog that likes to live alone in the woods, like a husky. Uh, husky. I see that, but I could also see a dog that was made in a lab because the CIA fucked with his brain. Uh, okay, okay. So maybe like a labradoodle. Oh, that <laughs> might be it, right? <laughs> Actually, that's fucking hilarious because they're like teddy bears, and like... they could live in the woods. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, another week of solving the world's problems, Alan. This was fun. Yeah, man. That was fun, man. That was a great couple of shows. Dude. Yeah. That was that was good times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, hopefully there's. Uh, I hate to be a Nick negative at the end of each show, but hopefully there's something to be here for on Friday. Yeah. Uh, hey, I hope I didn't. Uh, no offense. Oh, none taken. I hate it when we get it so well. Drive safe, dude. Cheers. I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. <laughs> Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. God bless the United States. Now this is podcasting.